This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne. What we're going to bring to you in moments are yesterday's latest information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. And yes, as the teaser graphic shows, we're actually talking about Donald Trump. Yes, that's a picture of January 6th and all the ruckus and the mayhem happened there. But it's about Donald Trump and the new indictment that deals with January 6th. That's one of the eight stories we're covering this morning. Now, how do we get to those stories to talk about? We'll explain deeper in detail, but we literally let you tell us what to talk about every single weekday morning for the things you might have heard, broadcast, podcast, videocast, whatever you call that. We'll explain the feeds and how that works out after we do the, ten, the, the eight headlines. It gives us about 12, 13 minutes to take care of that. Plus, we have, you know, we have to sell some stuff, sell ourselves, and some fun stuff at the end. So hang tight for the fun stuff. You will love it. Now, let's get into the headlines we have here. I want to remind you real quick first that our main website, our website, if you will, is the Conversation Project. For the Conversation Project is this is the conversationproject.com. Stop by there for more details about what we do every single day. And it means we only spend about a minute and a half chatting this thing up as opposed to three, four minutes every single morning. Let's get into the news headlines for this morning. Uh, today is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023, and it is a momentous day uh, going into this whole day. Let's get you into the news headlines for today, starting off with the big one right at the top, Donald Trump has been indicted in special counsel's 2020 election interference probe. What's that mean? It means Donald Trump has been indicted in the special counsel's 2020 election interference probe. This is the big one dealing with the fact that Donald Trump essentially knew all along he had left or he lost the election. He'd been told by many folks and actually admitted it in some places in public, but still tried to pretend like he didn't tell folks that he was stolen and the whole January 6th overthrow the government thing that whole thing became an issue. None of those things would have happened if Donald Trump would have just said, okay, I lost. Thanks, thanks Brandon, and go for, go from there. Um, it did not happen, and so now we have the third indictment of four indictments, maybe five indictments. I'm confused on how many indictments are coming in. The indictment dealing with Georgia and election interference there, specifically, is a, is a state case, so that should come out any day now. But bits and pieces of the Georgia case, uh, or the issues in Georgia, were a part of this indictment. Only 45 pages. is actually a fairly easy read if you choose to read it. What Jack Smith has said when he gave his announcements, all of two minutes, all real, highly uh, scripted and basically no questions, is... Take the time to read the indictment like you did for the last one. Take the time to read the indictment. It's pretty easy to see. It's pretty easy and story narrative to get into what happened. If you want to believe what you want to believe on either side, you're free to do that. But if you read the indictment and are kind of down with the truth, it's kind of hard to not see how this thing plays out. Our next story, which would have been the biggest story going forward, has not been for the indictment of Donald Trump, is the headline that reads, Former Eros... Um, Former Aero star Stephen Armell condemns SAG after a strike. Now, this is a really actually interesting and complicated sort of story. So what happened? What actually happened? GalaxyCon in North Carolina went on last weekend, and Stephen Armell was there, which a lot of the actors for a lot of things aren't at the conventions because of the strike. Stephen Armell, Armell was there. He gave some time to a panel discussion and basically said he's down with the actors, supports everybody going on, you know, wants that thing to work out well, but not down with the strike. Uh, so um, many folks not very happy with the words he's saying right here. 
number one, he's promoting upcoming work. This new um, uh, season of a series uh, on wrestling, um, I think it's called Heels, it comes out uh, days, I think, because all the promos going out there. So he's promoting that and other projects while other folks are on the picket lines and not doing anything. So this is one of those types of things. He has the right to not like the strike, but he also has the right to to bust the picket lines in a sense while technically not necessarily busting ticket lines picket lines to say we'll see how this one plays out and how people will take into account mr armel's actions going forward strike both strikes writers and actors continue at the moment Florida becomes the first state to approve PragerU as educational vendor. This is um, it's kind of a big deal, although you would think it's not a big deal, except for the fact that PragerU has um, very little educational value in some cases. PragerU is a project that was created by um, um, uh, Dennis Prager, a popular radio talk show host and Republican sort of pundit, if you will, uh, where it goes into details on sort of, you know, the big, big, deep facts about patriotism and the United States, things like that. A lot of it is essentially bashing the, the left and beating up on Joe Biden, to be honest, because that's what these things do. And Prager University is now being used for as educators or videos as sources for classroom stuff. Now, things that go deeper into the Constitution and things like that, probably will. But the sort of things that are popping into the main PragerU stuff, including some things that aren't exactly nice, we'll say, maybe not be so helpful in education. You be the judge of it. Well, I guess you can't be the judge of it if you're in Florida. You're pretty much dealing with it right now. But this is something to the effect of Fox News Digital putting out some sort of uh, documentary on um, Muslims and how they hate folks and using that in your critical thinking for your classroom. Oh, by the way, you can't do critical thinking because that means race. And that's bad because it hurts people's feelings or something. Check out the link. Check out the story. Check out PragerU for the funs and, and giggles of it all and see what you think about this source for education. Phoenix ends record 31-day streak of above 110-degree weather. Phoenix record-breaking hot streak of 31 consecutive days of 110 degrees or higher is done. Rain came in the Phoenix to bring it down to under 100 for the first time in a month, literally. Temperatures in the city at the airport reached uh, just under 108 degrees uh, uh, locally, um, but that, uh, which basically brought it down. 108 is less than 110, so there you go. Still over 100, still pretty, pretty bad, still pretty deadly. Be safe in Phoenix and all over the nation. Bed Bath & Beyond is back. This time is an online retailer. We told you this was happening, and it's now happening. We know what the plan is. Online retailer Overstock.com is going to change its name to Bed Bath & Beyond. There you go. Overstock.com is you know giving up its years worth of trademarkness and it's it's um it's believed to have that brand um to be the new bed bath beyond because i guess it's more cuddly more nicer and they have a better exchange on it you can ask mr musk how going from x to, to twitter going from twitter to x one of those things uh is working for him and his branding but um bed bath beyond a very recognizable brand overstock.com you would think would be recognizable. Well, maybe it's being overshadowed by many other retailers right now. But that's how Overstock's going to fight the battles to stay relevant. They're going to take somebody else's name. We'll see how that, well, that works out. 
as um, Overstock essentially was known for selling Overstock stuff, a lot of Bed Bath Beyond type products. And now they will do the same under a newer name. Former Lizzo dancers were weight shamed and pressured while at strip club, a lawsuit says. Three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. They also alleged that Lizzo pressured one of them to touch a new performer at an Amsterdam club and subject the group to a excruciating, that is in quotes, audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. Suit names Lizzo, her production company, and quickly as defendants uh, accuses them of a lawsuit in, in for the cost and work environment, also sexual harassment, religious harassment, false imprisonment, interference with prospective economic advantage, that's going to other jobs, and other allegations. Lizzo told Ariana Davis he seemed less concerned, that's one of the dancers, to her role, less committed to her to her role after an appearance at South by Southwest Music Festival, and that's where sort of where his sort of bad things began. Mary's comments to various dancers uh, made the hostile work environment more hostile and less work, and that's why they are suing. Lizzo, who seems like one of the nicest people and of course in, in the world. And we always know, we always find out, those nicest people in the world always have some sort of something behind them. And this is the thing that's coming up. We shall see how this plays out in trial and in the court of public opinion, because it's there. Many people who have their hate against Lizzo are going to use this to push it forward. Many people with their love for Lizzo are going to just go forward and say they love her anyway. Sounds pretty familiar if you're a Donald Trump fan. This is what happens when these things happen. When people you love get accused of things that you don't want them to believe, you kind of have to read the actual indictment. I'm sorry, did I say that? Read the actual indictment and uh, go forth with what you believe is your truth. PGA Tour adds Tiger Woods to policy board in response to players' demands. He joined the board that's being Tiger Woods to the PGA Tour board. As an organization agreed to transparency and new government measures, the board is comprised of six player directors, five independent directors, and the PGA of America director. Now, one of the biggest issues they have right now was essentially the fact that the PGA literally rolled over and said, oh, yeah, we're joining with the Live Golf Tour. And they're like, oh, say what? I thought we hated Live Golf. Yeah, we hated them, but they had a bunch of money, so we're joining the Live Golf Tour. So because of transparency and the players tend to like Tiger Woods and trust him in his judgment, he is now on the board to sort of be the guy that they like in general. Whether that works out well for them, we shall see going forward. And finally, I guess we don't have that one. So, But finally, we have one last story that apparently did not make the slides. And that is the Chinese zoo denying its sun bears, denying that its sun bears are people in costume. Uh, check the link in the description. I'm pretty sure that's there. Uh, there are pictures of sun bears, which are very rare, endangered as well, that are extremely skinny. They don't look quite like Yogi. And people were looking at the pictures and saying, it looks like a dude in a bear suit. And to which the sun bear, although it was actually it was a person, had to write a letter saying, I am not a dude in a bear suit. I did not pick a dude to take over for my day off. I am actually a sun bear. Although he didn't actually read that. Well, see, click the link, look at the pictures, say... That does kind of look like a dude in a bear suit because it looks like every other mascot I've seen uh, in high school were of the bears. And judge for yourself whether China is hiding, you know, secrets about COVID, secrets about spying, and secrets about sun bears. 
Our teaser story for today is a story that you can help us talk about tomorrow or other stories if you decide what stories are actually relevant. We put up a story. We put up stories every 50 minutes on our website's feeds on Facebook and Twitter slash X. Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation and Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project. When you go there every 50 minutes, like we say, we have a new news headline for you to engage in and we ask you to engage in it. If it's worthy of chatting up, whether you like it, whether you love it, whether you hate it, whatever it is that you feel about it, we want you to engage in if you think it's something we should talk about. Here's one that we don't think we're going to get a lot of engagement in, but uh, we're going to put it there anyway because people love the Marvel stuff. Now, this is dealing with the podcasting stuff, dealing with um, Spotify, not with main Marvel, although Disney is cutting and slashing all over places. But the headline is Marvel cuts in-house production team in half amidst Disney's layoffs. So all the not-so-great Marvel podcasts, and I've listened to many of them, and they're not very great, uh, are going to have less people working on them and probably less being produced in the next couple of years because of the mass layoffs at Disney. Disney not doing well at all and can't figure out a way to get something to be uh, the real cash cow going forward. Uh, after Secret Invasion and probably the Marvels not probably doing as well as people ex- hoped that it would do uh, years ago when it was planned, We shall see what Disney will do about the Marvel stuff. Uh, Of course, they're also having issues with Star Wars and just various Disney things as well. How Disney will pull himself out of it, we don't know, but we can chat this one up specifically and this method if you deem it something worth to talk about. Follow us on our feeds and let me know if we're talking about this story or other stories. For the rest of the week, we give you eight stories like today, although the slides were not quite right if you're watching the videos. We give you eight stories from the top 15 stories of the day prior. Uh, for Monday, we'll give you 10 stories for the top 30 stories of the weekend prior. So it's a bit longer, a bit more involved. You tell us what to talk about every single weekday here for the Conversation Project. And this is conversation version of things you might have heard. So tell us tomorrow what we're talking about. Tell us today what we're talking about tomorrow, about today, which by then will be yesterday. We also take a little time to talk about a sponsor. Our sponsors page is at the website. This is the conversationproject.com slash sponsors. All our sponsors that we have here are affiliate links. So we'll let you know if someone's paying us outright for being a sponsor. But these are places where if you visit these, these retailers, they will help you engage in the things that you need to do. And we get a little bit back from the purchase. Today, we're spotlighting hostage tape, which always get giggles when people see it or hear it on the program. Hostage tape is the strongest, most comfortable mouth tape on the planet. And why would you put tape on your mouth, per se? Because you have issues with breathing. If you have issues with breathing at night, instead of trying to put a Band-Aid on your nose and make your nose bigger, put mouth tape, hostage tape on your mouth to keep your mouth closed and force you to breathe out of your nose. If you're a runner, if you're an exerciser and you're having issues with heavy breathing out of your mouth, Put some of this on your mouth and it will help you with your exercising. Sure, you can't get your drinking water in the process, but long endurance athletes are, can use this for their work. You see this in the picture if you're watching the video of the guy with the earbud and the mouth tape on his, on his mouth. Check it out at this is the conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. This is the conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. Just like it says, it's the most comfortable tape, mouth tape in the world, and you giggle aside with the name of it can enjoy this as a great product that may save your health, may save your marriage if you're a snorer, and could do other great things for you. And it does as great if you buy it as well. So check it out, Hostage Tape, for you and kind of for us. Let's do a bit of a promotion for us, and this is promoting us at The Conversation Project. Our website is this 
is theconversationproject.com. When you go there, you'll see all the things we do, lots of things we do, including uh, highlights and lowlights of this here, things you might not have heard. Also, you get the weekend shows we have and various other things we produce throughout the week at various places. Links to our other social media sites, including our TikTok feed and our YouTube shorts feed. And, of course, we have our partnerships page. If you deem what we're doing pretty cool, that we're giving you a pretty good service, check out our partnerships page and see if there's a way that we can partner up together to work on things going forward. There are various links, various ways, various sources to connect with us. So if it is something that sounds like it works for you, this is a conversationproject.com such partnerships. It's a way to gather up. Thank you in advance. Now, I promise you fun stuff. And since we're having some issues, we changed some tech, some tech here. So a lot of things that are clicking aren't clicking as well. And then we find out some, some slides weren't there. It is what it is. We're going to celebrate this Wednesday like we always do with celebrations. And celebrations start right now on August the 2nd, which we always start off with birthdays on your celebrations. The good stuff starts off with Butch Patrick turning 70 years old today. Hard to believe that Butch Patrick is only Butch Patrick is only 70, but that's it. If you don't know who I'm talking about, then you don't watch classic black and white, and I guess they were color for a bit, uh, TV shows. Eddie Munster, the original Eddie Munster, Butch Patrick with the hair, is 70 years old today. Mary Louise Parker, um, the last thing I, I saw her in was the Weed Show on, um, on, on the cable channel. 59 years old on the day, still doing stuff as well. And Kevin Smith, the prolific producer and actor, 53 years old today, um, doing a lot of stuff right now, not so much in the acting realm, but commentary, the podcast, talking um, comics, talking things like that, talking about mental health and weight loss because he's lost a lot of weight and has dealt with some mental health issues. Uh, look on YouTube for his, he has a, a fairly long, about an hour or so, kind of going into detail on how he finally came to grips with, with therapy and how he, you know, is understanding himself and how he had to heal himself to go forward. It's, uh, it's deep, it's heavy, but it's, um, it's a very good listen to, uh, listen or watch. I put these things on and I listen to them while I'm doing stuff. Uh, it was really moving to me and meant a lot to me and made me kind of reevaluate some things I was doing. So if you need some life help, he's not a life coach, but he can coach you through some that thing going forward. Today in history, your history lesson for the 2nd of August, starting off in 1876, Jack McCall shot Wild Bill Hickok in the back as he played poker at the saloon in Deadwood, Dakota Territory. Hickok held back black aces and eights, which became known as the dead man's hand. McCall was hanged for shooting uh, Hickok. In 1934, Hitler, Adolf, became the Fuhrer of Germany. We know how that worked out. And in 1945, Norma Jean Daughtry filled out an application for the Blue Book Modeling Agency. Later, she would change her name to one Marilyn Monroe. I think you've heard of her. I think you know how that played out as well. Today, our actual celebration is going to be for Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Pretty simple, pretty easy. August 20, August the 2nd is Ice Cream Sandwich Day, so celebrate it by getting an ice cream sandwich. I think you can figure that one out. Go to the store. Go to the convenience store or go to a um, one a dollar store. I know dollar stores are not exactly kosher, but go to the, get a single ice cream sandwich or get a box if you're going for the family. Enjoy an ice cream sandwich today. It's going to be hot. It may not be 110 in Phoenix, but 108 is still pretty hot. Get yourself an ice cream sandwich. Bite down into it. Enjoy it. Let it melt a little bit and get all gooey because that's really cool. You, one thing you can do with ice cream sandwiches, you can lay them out in a tray cover them with whipped cream and lay them again you have a dessert that's like an ice cream cake that's easy to make without any caking or baking or icing 
get an ice cream sandwich, enjoy one some way, get a Klondike bar, I guess, it sort of counts, and enjoy your ice cream sandwich day. Today is a day that's all over the place. But we're under time, so we're happy about that. So let's wrap it up with one more thing you might not have heard. Dinner time in America peaks at 6.19 p.m., according to a new analysis of the American Time Use Survey, with most households eating between 5.07 p.m. and 8.19 p.m. 6.19 is somewhere in between. The states that eat the earliest are Pennsylvania at 5.37 p.m., Maine at 5.40 p.m., while the states that then eat the latest are Texas and Mississippi, both eat dinner more or less about 7.02 p.m. Washington, D.C. also eats kind of late at 7.10 p.m. Dinner, supper, whatever you want to call it, the last meal of the day, it fluctuates based on what goes on. Here in our house, it's basically grab a plate, go sit down someplace and eat whenever you show up because it works that way. With that, we are going to wrap up for this day. Today is Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I thank you so much for being with us for things you might not have heard. Today was a bit of an um, off day for a lot of reasons, so thank you for putting up with us. That's number one. But thank you for just supporting us in general along the way. If you think that we're what we're doing, maybe today is not the best example. It's a good thing to put out for more folks. Stop by our partnerships page and see if there's ways you can help us out. The most important thing you can do is, of course, follow us on our feeds on Facebook, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation or x.com. And follow the, these stories, engage in them so we know what to talk about. Email the show at the conversation inbox at gmail.com and just be a good citizen. Stay limber, stay hydrated, stay on task, and be with us for tomorrow. We promise to work out some of these extra kinks so it won't be so crazy, but uh, if you're listening to the audio, all of these things make no sense. But there's been some video issues today that were just sort of unmistakably hard to fix. So we will work on those tomorrow in the pre, a little bit in the post, and see you tomorrow for more news stories to chat up here on the internet. <laughs>